Let's go back then to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 uh, this morning. We've talked about power, and that's really the, the theme, uh, how to access uh, that power. Uh, who is not interested in, in, uh, in getting power for, for their lives? Uh, and so we talked about power, we talked about the predator, and now we're talking about the protection that God has, has given us. And, and you know, if you, if, you look at this, if you look at this armor within the context of the theme, it really opens it up. It, it really makes a whole lot more sense and you can see how practical uh, that it is. Uh, because, you know, it is, it is somewhat conditional here. Uh, the, the, the power and the protection, you know, it is, it is hinging upon our putting on this armor. And, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a complicated thing, but it is, it is a necessary thing. And, you know, if, if you're like me, you're looking at the armor there, and, and you see, that, you see that, 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 that concept there of the whole armor of God, and it's almost like, oh. Because you know that there's been times when you didn't have that whole armor on. Right? And, it, and it's kind of, it kind of deflates you a little bit. And the fact of the matter is that at times when we haven't had the whole armor on, we probably realize that we've been wounded. Right? There were some wounds that came about. And there's not a, a one of us that sits in this room that probably, you know, that hasn't been wounded. That there isn't some level of, of brokenness that's come about in our lives, you know, some, 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 some hurt some defeat that's come because there's been a time, maybe an extended period of time, and sometimes it only takes a moment where we haven't had the armor on and that wound comes. But here's the great thing about it. You know that the Bible talks a lot about God being a healer? <laughs> you know that God talks a lot about the fact that God knows what our infirmities are and that He has more than enough capacity, more than enough sufficiency than to take care of all those wounds. You know, the Bible talks about that, 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 that Jesus brings healing in his wings. And so there's a law in the Bible that addresses this aspect of the fact that we don't have to carry these wounds as a hindrance for the rest of our lives. We can get, we can get the healing that needs to, to, to take place so that, you know, there's not these festering wounds of bitterness and, 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 and things that just defeat us, on, uh, you know, throughout our lives. And, and sadly, the Christians carry with them year after year and sometimes to their graves. Yeah, they were saved. They had the helmet, but they never, they never took care of the wounds. Maybe they were under the helmet. You know, and, and maybe they try to slap some armor on here or there, but there, there, there were these festering wounds underneath the armor. And so we're not trying to, to say that, you know, if, if, if you haven't had the armor on all along, and you don't keep it on today, then you're a failure. Then you might as well give up. No, what we're saying is that the Bible says here, put on the armor now. 
And if there's wounds there that have already taken place because you didn't have some area shored up, then God can heal those things. And then, and then you can have the armor on over that healing so that that wound doesn't have to take place again. You ever notice, you know, sometimes the, the, uh, the wounds that you receive, uh, you know, maybe it was through uh, some sort of, you know, a, a broken relationship or uh, some offense or some besetting sin, um, some doubt that you struggle with, you know, whatever the aspect may be, have you ever noticed that, you know, that, 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 thing, that fiery dart that got through that one time, that seems to be the, the one that the devil keeps trying to pick up and throw at you again, right? Well, what's the answer to that? Let God take care of that. Get that ground back and get that, that short up. Get that armor on. Get that armor on. Because the Bible says if you have the whole armor of God, that full protection is there. You'll be able to stand, it says. Right? And, uh, you know, the Bible says that, you know, Hey, look, the, dart, the, dart, the darts of the devil have cast down many wounded. Many strong men have been hit by the darts of, of, of the wicked one. But just because that, in a sense, is reality, doesn't mean that it has to be normal for the Christian. Or that it has to continue that way indefinitely. Hey, everybody gets hit by, by arrows, and I've gotten hit by arrows uh, as well, so I'm just going to be, you know, kind of fatalistic, and, and it's, it's futility for me to think it's going to be any different. No, the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God so that you can stand. <laughs> and even if you've fallen seven times, the Bible says, a just man rises back up again. It says, today is the day I'm going to put on that whole armor of God, and I'm going to stand. And I'm going to take steps standing in, in, in his strength in this point. That's why it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And so look, I know. I know that I'm talking to, to people who have received wounds. There's a certain level of brokenness in all of us. The question is, have you let God bring healing to that? And are you willing today to take this next step of seeing truth that will help you shore those areas up to put on the whole armor of God so that you might be able to stand. You might be able to, to, uh, uh, to thwart uh, those, uh, those, those, those arrows and those attacks. Well, let's uh, look at the next one this morning. Let's have a word of prayer before we do so. Lord, just help us now as we look at your word. And Lord, just uh, to see these, uh, this, uh, this vital truth that you're going to bring another, another step of this protection that we need. Lord, I pray that as we're burdened about this, we wouldn't wait for the next message, for the next piece of armor to, to be spoken on, but that we'll pursue this on our own, that we'll study this out for ourselves, that we'll make sure that another day, doesn't, another moment doesn't go by, we're not uh, fully aware of what the pieces of armor on are, and by your grace, uh, uh, put those on and, 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 apply, and apply it. Lord, I thank you for how you work in our lives, and how you bring us the truth that we need. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so as we look at the, the, the passage here, um, it says, uh, put on, in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 13, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, so that, that word is there a number of times. Do you see that it's important that spiritually you be standing, that you be upright, 
Look, you're not able to go for God unless you're standing first. And if we're, if we're knocked down and we're writhing around in pain and uh, we're, we're, we're defeated and we're, we're floundering and we're wallowing and, and, and all those things that keep us back, then we're not able to, to move ahead to, to do the work that God wants us to do in a healthy manner. And so there is a lot at stake, really, in our realm of influence. Stand there for having, and we talked about truth, and we talked about righteousness. So, uh, yes, getting truth, but then practicing that truth and, 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 and making right decisions and living righteously. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And there's great blessing to be found um, in that. And then we talked about have your feet uh, shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And now look at this. It says, above all, above all, crucial to all the rest of the armor really having the protection that it should have, above all, take the shield of, what's it say there? Of faith. Take the shield of faith. Why? It says because with that, you will be able to quench, you will be able to extinguish, you will be able to thwart, to suppress the fiery darts of the wicked. Now look, we're surrounded by wickedness, and there is a wicked agenda but there is also, there, there, there's wicked beings that have an interest in you if you're, if you're interested in standing. Now look, if you're knocked down and you don't have any interest in getting up, then probably, you know, the wicked one isn't going to really bother with you a whole lot. It's going to leave you to your own self-destruction at that point. But if you say, no, you know, I'm not staying here. <laughs> By God's grace, through God's truth, with what is right, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to get things short up here, and I'm going to start moving on in victory, and I can guarantee you the wicked one's going to take an interest in you again. The wicked one's going to say, okay, time to shoot some more darts at that one right there. You know, they're getting ready to do something for God. <laughs> they're standing up. They're, they're, they're ready to be a difference maker now. You can, guarantee, you, know, you can be guaranteed. That's when the attack is going to come again. Don't be surprised by that. The Bible tells you about it right here. <laughs> All right, don't, don't be like, oh, man, look, okay, look, hey, I, I just made these decisions. I just stood back up. I'm trying to get this armor of God on, and now I'm getting attacked again. What's the use? Don't approach it that way. Approach it that, yes, the attack's coming, but now I have the resources. I have the resources. I have what it takes by God's grace, by God's provision, to thwart these attacks now, to quench and suppress these attacks. And, uh, and they will come that you may be able to quench all the fiery darts, uh, possibly, of the wicked. No, it, it just it states it like it's a given, right? And uh, so let's talk about this faith here. And look, we don't have time to look at the, this whole chapter, but I want, I want you to see here, just as, as, I, as I make statements from Hebrews 11, that great chapter of faith. By the way, in the chapter of faith, you don't really have God's hall of fame there of remarkable individuals who are perfect in faith and so they had power. What you have is a whole bunch of broken people who at times made dumb decisions, who at times were, were cast down, but had those moments when they, they were humble before God and they trusted God, and maybe some of them had long, uninterrupted moments and periods of time where they trusted God and they lived in faith and they had that shield firmly in place and God points to as an example 
of His truth. And He says, here are those that by faith, when that shield was up, when the shield of faith was up for them, this is what, this is what happened. They stood with that shield. They didn't lay down with a shield, right? They stood with the shield. And when they stood with the shield in that, that position of power, that strength was maintained and provided for them. And, and, and I'm just, just going to read to you from that chapter. Listen to, listen, to, listen to what God provides. Now, it says in Hebrews 11, we're not going to turn there, just so you're fairly familiar with it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Now, that's power right there. We're trusting in the One who framed the very creation that we see through His Word. You see, God didn't have to take materials. Now, some of you are very gifted. You can take you know, components and, and, and materials and uh, hardware, and you can put it together to make something. God spoke, and through His power it came to be. That's the God that we're trusting. That's the God that we're, 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 we're having faith in. And it says here, we understand, we're convinced of. We have the evidence and the conviction in our heart that the worlds were framed by the words of God so that things that are, uh, which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Not man-made things. They're made by God. Now, here's some of the things that when that God was trusted, these are the things that happened. By faith, there was, was to God offered an excellent sacrifice. Think about that. What does the Bible say? That you're supposed to be living sacrifices offered to God, holy and acceptable. Then, How does that happen? Because you're saying, man, today I don't feel like I'm, you know, anything I've used to God. I don't feel like I'm much to offer God. I'm a pretty sorry sacrifice to God. But by faith, Abel offered an excellent sacrifice. You know what he did? He said, I'm going to trust God that he does want this. He wants my life. He wants my heart. And then he can use that. And it says there, by faith, Abel uh, was one able to please God. Now the Bible says this, without faith it is impossible to please God. But you know through faith, there, there, this is astounding, there's the, we have the potential of pleasing God. That's God's word. You say, man, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, preacher, you know, you can say that, but you don't, know, you don't know me and you don't know where I am. You know, it doesn't matter. God knows. And the Bible says that through faith, there were those that came to the point where they, they could please God through faith. Through faith. By faith, there were those who diligently sought God. Who diligently sought God. And the Bible says that when we seek Him, He's going to open things up to us. See, here's the thing. In our flesh, we just seek our own desires. Basically, we're just seeking ourselves and what we want. Through faith, we say, you know, I want something much bigger than that. I want to think about the God who made it all through His Word, and I want to think about seeking Him. I want to desire Him with my heart. I can't always see Him or what He's doing, 
But through faith, I understand that He is and He made all this, and I want to diligently seek Him. And so it talks about that in Hebrews 11. It talks about by faith there were those who became heirs of the righteousness, which is by faith. They became heirs of the righteousness. By faith, there came obedience in that passage. And you say, you know, I, I, man, there's so many times where it feels like I just go back to the same disobedience. And I did that this week. I disobeyed God in, in areas of my life that you would think by this point, especially being a preacher, that I, I would have taken care of. But you know what's happened in those moments? Hey, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Romans chapter 14. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. In other words, when we're not living in a, in, in a fashion that's saying, I believe God, and I believe that I can, without doubt, do this in my life with the, the realization of His full existence right here. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. And before Him right now, I can in good conscience, even if no one else is around, even if there's no cameras there, no matter what's going on, right now, before God, I can in good conscience say, I can do this deed without any reservation, then we're obeying God. But whatsoever is not of faith, whatsoever is not being convinced at that moment, the Bible says, is of sin. Now, you know, that's when, that's when people think, when people think they can earn their way to heaven because they get enough right on, on one side than, than, than they do wrong on the other. It's such a ri ridiculous notion. Because the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Now, when you add up everything in our life that hasn't been because we're convinced before God that it was right and put it on one side, <laughs> how much you know, weight are we going to be able to put up on the other side to offset that? But here's the great thing about it. Without faith, it is impossible to please God and even to obey God. But through faith, everything on that side of the ledger is taken care of. For by grace are you saved through faith. Belief in God takes care of everything that hinders us from being successful with God. And, uh, and so, uh, by faith came obedience, uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, one looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, strength was received. By faith, one judged him faithful who had promised. In faith, one was persuaded. Because of faith, God uh, is not ashamed be, uh, to be called their God. By faith, offering uh, offering were were, offerings were made. By faith it was believed that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. By faith some were a blessing to others. By faith some worshipped. By faith men died honorably. By faith they were not afraid of king, the king's commandments when it uh, went against God. By faith choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than, than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. By faith, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea to dry land. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Who through faith, the Bible says, 
men subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, and stopped the mouths of lions. They quenched the violence of fires, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in flight, turned to flight the armies of the ungodly. Now look at, all through that passage, what do you see? You see a position of strength. A position of strength. A position of strength. How does that come? That position of strength is maintained through faith. Through faith. And faith is simply trusting God at His Word. Taking Him at His Word. It's saying, look, let everyone else be a liar. God's always true. No matter what it looks like, God is always true. No matter what else anyone else is saying, God is always true. No matter what these circumstances seem to be, be conspiring against me, God is always true. No matter what I feel like, God is always true. No matter what my, my emotions are doing, God is always true. No matter what else anybody else is doing to me, God is always true. I can always trust Him and maintain a position of strength through faith. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what, that's what the Bible says. Above all, take the shield of faith. Take the shield of faith. Um, wherewithal you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. How many of them? All of them. Now here's the thing. When you only have partial armor on, especially that shield of faith, you, know, you, may, be, you may feel like you're deflecting some darts, but some darts are always going to get through. And look, it only takes one dart to get through, man. And those darts are pointy and they are fiery and, uh, you know, they, they will mess us up. They will mess us up. They say, man, you know, I'm never going to have it all covered. Well, look, how does it work? Well, the way it works is, and we'll just talk about, you know, what we have to this point. The way it works is when you, when you, when you get up, like, like Paul said, Paul said, I'm going to die to myself, what? Daily. I'm going to daily die to myself. In other words, he was saying, look, daily, I'm going to get up with the realization that I can't do it in my strength. I'm going to die to myself in my own capacity every day. The flesh profiteth nothing. I'm going to die to that, and then, then I'm going to put on the armor. I mean, it's the same Paul who's talking about putting this armor on here. I'm going to put on that whole armor. Today, today, I'm going to put on the belt of truth. I'm going to walk in truth. And, and, and today, for as much as I know, by the grace of God, I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to do that today. That's, going to give, that's, that, that's strength. That's, that's, that's being strong in the Lord. Today, I'm going to walk in peace and be prepared to share the gospel today. Look, I, I've got problems. I've got things I've got to deal with. But no matter where I go, I'm going to go with a peace that doesn't make sense to people because I'm saved, and I'm going to, I'm going to be, look for opportunities to share the gospel. I'm going to be prepared to do that. Today, I'm going to remember that no matter what happens, I'm going to have the shield of faith in place. I'm going to realize that that is vital for my life. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. Today, I'm going to, I'm going to protect with my, my, my mind. My mind. I'm going to protect my mind of the fact that I'm saved. I know that I'm saved. I'm going to take that joy with me no matter what else attacks me. 
I'm going to wield the sword of the Spirit by reading and applying God's Word today. Now, none of those things are super complicated. All of those things are easily accessed. The armor is laid out next to us. All we've got to do is daily die to ourselves and make that decision. Today, I'm going to practice these things. I'm going to put these things on. This is, this is the way. And look, after a while, I mean, when the soldier first, you know, and we got some guys that have served here, you put on all that equipment, you know, it's like, wow. You know, you go through, you go through uh, basic training and, or the boot camp or they, they teach you, you know, this is what this is for, this is what this is for, this is what this is for. You know, you put it all on, you have all your gear, you don't leave anything behind, especially if you're going into combat, right? And at first it's like, it seems tremendously cumbersome and it's a lot to remember and deal with. But after a while for the soldier, it's just, it's what they put on. It's, it's second nature. You just, it's, all, it's all laid out there. You know what steps to take, when to, do, when to put it on, when you have all your gear, and you go. And for the Christian, it's the same thing. Hey, you look at this and you say, man, that's a lot to, to remember. That's a lot to think of. That's a lot to put on every day. But it really, it's pretty simple and it's pretty basic Christianity. And the more you put these things on, the more you practice this, the more it just becomes your normal Christian walk. And that's why you see some Christians that you can just tell, they got the armor of God on. Like the Christians that you respect and you see on an ongoing basis, that they live in a way that you know, just seems at peace and honoring to the Lord. And, and uh, look, don't be discouraged by that. Be encouraged that God, it wasn't because that person was born extra special. Okay, It's because they're putting on the armor of God. And you can, you can do the same thing. But look, it's not going to happen just by, you know, it's not our default setting. You can't just passively say, well, you know, I hope, uh, I hope the armor of God is on me today. You know, I've got hope for the best today. I hope I have a good, strong day today. That's not the way it works. We've got to have some purposefulness in this thing. We've got to understand that there is a warfare. <laughs> We've got to say, I understand how important this armor is. <laughs> and I'm making the decision today. Every day I'm thinking, okay, you know, this is the armor. This is the way I'm going to approach it. And I'm going to take the gospel with me. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to be secure in my salvation, all right? And, uh, and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to live my life uh, for the Lord, day by day, day by day. And uh, so the theme is be strong in the Lord. And if you're interested in that, look, God gives a way that you can do that. And you know what the world needs? The world doesn't need more social programs. The Lord needs Christians that are living and the reality of the power that God has offered them. That's the salt and light that the world needs. Now, at times, we're going to fail to be that. That's why ultimately, you know, we always point people to Jesus. But Jesus chose to use us. He said, go ye into all the world. If we're going to go into the world, we've got to be standing with the armor on, and we got to be moving ahead for the Lord. That's our word of prayer. And uh, just uh, before we, we pray, it's, a, it's, a, it's every message is a time of decision. It's a time of